What up and welcome to the Quit The Shit Podcast, an extension of the Quit The Shit Lifestyle and Mindset Blog. I'm your host, Hana, and I have a passion for helping people realize their full potential so that they can stop the self-sabotaging and quit the shit so that they can start living their dream life. So without further ado, grab yourself a bottle of water, a mug of hot coffee, or even a big ass glass of Pinot Gris, and let's get started. Hey guys, what up? Welcome back to the Quit the Shit Mindful Manifestation Podcast. I feel like today's episode is really going to resonate with a lot of you because we're going to be talking about how we can manifest physical changes in our body, how we can manifest better health, how we can manifest more energy. So I'm talking things like weight loss, being able to um, essentially change our genetic code using the power of our mind and our body to overcome disease. And yeah, I'm just super excited to share all of the stories that I have for you guys about how this has worked for me in my life. Before I do get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, you guys know I'm going to let you know how or what this episode is sponsored by. So this episode is sponsored by my revamp bootcamp. Yes, new program to sponsor this episode. So my revamp bootcamp, I am so, so excited to be launching you guys. This is a course that I'm not going to be teaching live. It's literally just a course that you purchase and you do on your own time. So you can make it work for whatever your schedule is. And the I guess basis of this program is you are going to make over your entire life in four weeks. You're going to learn the tools, the tips, the tricks that you need to be able to make over your entire life in just four weeks. And we go through all the areas. We talk about relationships. We talk about health. We talk about self-care. And the reason it's called a revamp boot camp is because in this course, you essentially revamp every single area of your life, one area at a time. So we build that momentum. We start slow so we don't get overwhelmed and burnt out and we can stay consistent with it so that eventually after the four weeks, you can look back and see that your entire life has been made over. And the beauty of this course is you can continue to do it every couple of months if you want. You can continue to do it every single month. Um, And basically what you're doing is you're constantly up-leveling your life. I talk about up-leveling all of the time. And what I mean by up-leveling is literally getting to the next level of your life, whatever that looks like for you. And if you're not sure what that looks like, I teach you how to create that in this course. I teach you how to get really clear on what your next level looks like, what action steps that you need to take to be able to get there, what mindset work that you need to do to be able to get there as well. And I am just so excited that I finally launched this course. So you can grab that through the link in the show notes. I will also put the link in my bio on all of my socials for you guys that do follow me on my social media pages. And if you don't yet, my handles for all of those will be in the show notes as well. So head over to my socials, follow me there, check out the revamp bootcamp. You can purchase it right now on my website for $333. And yeah, once you have this course, you have it for life. that's all you're paying you guys and the information that I give you in this course 
I've paid thousands for, okay? So I've done the hard work for you. I've taken everything that I've learned and I put it into this cute-ass little course for you to be able to make over your entire life in just four weeks. Some of the things that I teach you, or not some, all of the things that I teach you in this course are things that I've implemented into my own life and have changed my life in the most dramatic and most positive way possible. I'm now excited to see what I can create every single day and I can't wait for you guys to see what I've got for you in this course and to make over your own life in just four weeks. So again, the link will be in my bio of all my socials and in the show notes of this episode if you do want to grab it after you listen to this episode. And I'm not going to share with you guys a manifestation from this week because one of my stories about manifesting health and physical changes in my body is my manifestation, but it happened like years and years ago. So yeah, let's just get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode because I know you guys want to hear all about this. And so I know you guys are probably thinking, how the hell do I manifest a physical change in my body when we have been taught to believe that our genetics determine you know the way we look um, what our health is like and to a degree yes but that can be changed and I learned about this in a book that I just finished reading it took me like five freaking months to read this book because every single time I would go to read it I would feel really really sleepy and I don't know why but it took me so freaking long to read this book and the book is called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I talk about this book all the freaking time probably because it took me five months to read it but it is a game changer. It really goes into the science of the mind and the body and the science about like the connection between the two. And I just love to nerd out learning about the brain, learning about the body. Biology was my favorite course in high school. Um, I honestly was considering going to university to become a neurologist at one point because I just absolutely freaking love learning about the brain. My favorite course during my one semester of university that I did go to was psychology. I absolutely loved it. So anytime that I can nerd out and learn about the brain and tie it into manifestation and mindfulness is just icing on the cake for me. So this book was my jam. And if you guys want to pick it up, you can just order it on Amazon. But yeah, this book essentially changed my entire life. And it talks about how we can essentially reprogram our genetics to protect ourselves from disease. So, and and make those physical changes in our body as well. So my story of like this is probably my craziest manifestation. I don't talk about it a lot because it's really freaking gross, okay? I'm prefacing this story. It's really gross. I'm really sorry, but it has a happy ending and it just goes to show that this shit is real. This shit works. So, story time, okay? You got a bev? You got your coffee, your Pinot Gris ready to go. Let's do it. So when I was a child, when I was a young fluff, probably like 10 or 11, I played outside all the freaking time. I had a best friend that lived up the street from me. We would always go in her pool. We walked around barefoot everywhere. And kids are gross, okay? Like kids don't care about germs, right? So I ended up with a planter's wart on my foot, when I was probably like 10 or 11. And 
one turned into a couple after a while. You know, I went to the doctor. I got the treatments done. They didn't freaking work. I was at the doctor so much for my warts on my feet. It was embarrassing. And nothing would work. Nothing would work. And I remember I was like 14, 15, and I really wanted to sign up for dance. But it meant that I would have to be barefoot. And I didn't, I was like, no, I can't. I absolutely cannot because my feet at this point, like nothing was making these warts go away and they were actually getting worse. And there were more and more popping up to the point where my feet were almost covered. And I'm telling you guys, it's so gross. It's, oh, it like gives me the willies, but my feet were pretty much covered in planter's warts and nothing that I did would change it. I went to the doctor. I bought the compound W stuff. I did the whole freezing off thing and they would keep coming back. I couldn't get rid of them. It was so embarrassing. I was so self-conscious about it. And then cue the movie The Secret, which I learned about or was introduced to at 15 and this concept of like the law of attraction and stuff. And I didn't fully understand it at the time. However, I must have understood enough to be able to manifest this. So Something that I started to do because I was at my wits end. I that Nothing was freaking working to get rid of these warts. And what I started to do was just visualize that my feet were just clear, totally cleared up. They were like perfectly normal feet. I didn't have any warts and they were just normal. And I thought about it for like a second and then I just forgot about it. I completely detached from it. And I just told myself, my feet are cleared up. They're fine. What happened in the next couple of weeks blew my freaking mind. Every single wart went away on its own. And I have not had one since. Not one. It's been over a decade. I haven't had one since. So I was going to the doctor. I was constantly getting these treatments done. Nothing was working. The only thing that worked was I completely changed my mindset around it. I started to believe that they had all cleared up. I started to act as if they had all cleared up. So I walked around barefoot more often. I wasn't afraid to like hide my feet in my socks or my shoes. Like I just was like, yeah, it's all cleared up. It's good to go. And what happened? Completely cleared up. Like it's the craziest, it's the grossest story, first of all, but it's also my craziest manifestation now that I think about it because it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense logically that I was going to the doctor and I was doing all these treatments that they tell you are going to get rid of these warts and they didn't freaking work. Not one of them worked. They actually made things worse. But all it took for me to get rid of them was to do the mindset work and manifest it and just truly believe that it was all cleared up on its own. I didn't have to do anything. So you can look at this example and you can apply it to any area of your life health-wise. You can apply it to any any area of your life at all, but for this episode specifically, I want you to really think about that and think about how can I apply that and how can I make that happen for myself in this particular way that you want it to work for you. So like I said, I don't, I, I can't explain it. I, it just blows my mind that that is what I had to do, that I just had to ask for what I wanted. So I asked the universe, hey, I want my feet to be cleared up. 
I wanted and I wanted them to be cleared up so that I could be confident and I didn't have to worry about walking around in socks or shoes all the time and I could just be a normal person with normal freaking feet. I asked for that. I believed that it had already happened and then I just had to receive it and that's you know exactly what happened. I haven't had one since you guys like it doesn't make any freaking sense to me but love it not going to complain. So You guys can think about this in terms of like weight loss, for example. So a lot of people do use manifestation for weight loss and you might not think of, you might not believe at first like that you can wake up a couple of sizes smaller, okay? It is possible. It is. I know it sounds really crazy, but the way that I look at it and the way that this has worked for me is... A couple of years ago, I remember I bought a pair of Gymshark leggings because they looked freaking awesome on the fitness IG model that I saw them on online. And I was like, yeah, I want those because it's going to make me look like I have a tight ass. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, so I bought the Gymsharks and I put them on and I was like, what the actual fuck? When I looked in the mirror because it looked nothing like IG fitness model, obviously. But I remember looking at myself and being like, what the fuck, Hannah? And just getting really sick of my own shit. Like, I wanted to quit my shit. Like I mentioned in my very first blog post that I ever posted from Quit This Shit was that the only time or the times where I, you know, made the leap and made the change is when I got sick enough of my own shit that I was like, something ha- something's got to give, right? So I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, what the fuck? Um, and I was like, you know what, Hannah? I'm sick of your half-ass excuses. I'm sick of um, the binge eating and feeling all the guilt around food. I'm sick of making excuses for why I can't work out, saying that like I'm not athletic enough or, oh, I just, I get tired really easily. Like bullshit, all bullshit. And it was a total mindset shift from, I went from being like, this is going to be really hard and it's going to take a lot of time. And like, Food brings me joy, guys. Like, I freaking love food. I have a huge sweet tooth. I love to eat. But I always looked at that as, like, that was going to make it really difficult for me to reach my health and fitness goals. But I shifted from, yeah, I love to eat. I love food. I have a sweet tooth. How can I do that in a healthier way? It was a total shift in my identity, a total shift in my mindset where I went from thinking this is really hard, this is going to take a lot of time, this is going to take so much out of me to this is going to be easy, I like to work out, I like to eat the healthy food and what started to happen was I ended up making healthier choices without ever really having to think about it. I remember I was at the gym one day and I was there for a couple of hours because I had I, don't, I just lost track of time. And I remember looking at the time and being like, holy shit, I've been working out for two hours and the time just flew. And I wasn't there like, okay, I have to do two more sets and blah, blah, blah. Like I was genuinely enjoying my time there. And the more that I kept doing that and the more that I kept telling myself, I enjoy eating healthy food. I enjoy working out. I enjoy taking care of my body. I enjoy being sore the next day from a workout. I enjoy pushing myself. I enjoy the the endorphin rush that I get after a workout. The more I told myself that, the more I started to believe this. The more I started to believe that this was my lifestyle. And because our thoughts and our feelings create our beliefs and our beliefs dictate our behavior, I started to behave as the version of myself that had already met my weight loss goal, that had already met my health and fitness goals. And I was in the best 
freaking shape of my life after like six or seven months of this best freaking shape of my entire life. So it wasn't like I woke up one morning and I was instantly in my dream body, but you can absolutely make that happen. I have actually heard of this happening. Um, One of the girls that was going through the manifestation coaching course that I just went through, this happened to her where she woke up a couple of weeks after starting the course and she had been trying to lose weight for like a long time. And after starting this manifestation course and learning about the power of the mind and how we can create our reality using our thoughts and our feelings, Feelings. She applied this in such a way that she woke up a couple of weeks later and she was able to fit into a pair of shorts that she hadn't been able to fit into in years. As hard as she tried, she couldn't fit into them. Two weeks after doing the mindset work and applying it in this way, she was able to fit into them. And so I don't want you guys to think, okay, well, this is great for weight loss, but like, what about disease? And what about like, I, like I'm genetically predisposed to heart disease and blah, blah, blah. Think about the word disease for a second. Disease is literally the mind and the body not at ease. It's diseased, right? When things are at ease, when things are balanced, when things are in flow, you feel great, right? You feel good. You're not sick. Your immune system is working great. You have a ton of energy. You have a clear mind. You can focus on things. You don't have any of that brain fog. You're not lethargic. Your body is at ease. But it's really easy for us to slip into dis-ease just by the thoughts and feelings that we put out there on a daily basis. And this is why it's so important to introduce mindfulness into your health and fitness routines. This is why it's so important to believe that you can actually do this thing and you can lose the weight or you can make healthier choices. I think a lot of it comes down to you, you end up taking action from the perspective and the version of yourself that is already at your health and fitness goal. So you're eating healthier, like just like me, you, I started eating healthier. I started working out more. I started to like really enjoy working out. I would, you know, sign up for outdoor fitness classes and stuff. And like my health and fitness journey, I mean, it's been like almost 10 years since I started going to the gym and I am by no means like an athlete. I've never done a fitness competition. I won't just because it's not really my thing, but it was always, um, I wanted to look a certain way. It was for vanity, which is totally fine. Like that's, that's 100% okay. If that's your motivation, that is amazing. And I love it. But I went from, it just being a vanity thing to being like, this really helps me mentally. Um, The gym is one of the only places where I have complete control over what's happening to me, over what I am doing. I am in control when I'm in that gym. And with manifestation, the law of attraction, we know that we can't control a lot of it. We can only control certain aspects. So for me, the gym added this degree of control to my life where I was... I was in control of what I was doing. I was in control of my body and in control of the choices that I was going to make. And I always am. So I basically would tell myself every single morning when I woke up that I couldn't wait to get to the gym, even if it was like 5.30 a.m. and I was tired AF and really I wanted to curl up in bed again and just, you know, go back to sleep. I was like, no, I love working out. I love doing it early in the morning. I'm going to get it out of the way. And I would just feel so much more productive. I would feel so much more 
like I had my shit together basically when I would do this and it just became a habit for me. So that is another story about how you can essentially use your mind to create physical changes in your body, how you can use your mind to, you know, get you to look at a health and fitness journey in a different way. But now I do want to talk a little bit about disease. And I did just mention that disease disease is the body at or not at ease, right? You're diseased. So let me just grab my book here because I am going to read to you guys something from Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself all about how perpetuating old states of being sets us up for an undesirable genetic destiny. So this is directly from the book, you guys. So just as certain areas of the brain are hardwired, whereas other areas are more plastic or able to be changed by learning and experience, I believe that genes are the same way and there are certain parts of our genetics that are more easily turned on while other genetic sequences are somewhat more hardwired, which means that they're harder to activate because they have been around longer in our genetic history, or at least that's what science says right now. So how do we keep certain genes turned on and how do we turn others off? So think of it this way. If we stay in the same time, in the same toxic state of anger, the same melancholy state of depression, or the same vigilant state of anxiety, those redundant chemical signals that we've talked about, so I'm literally reading from the book, so we haven't actually talked about them, but those redundant chemical signals keep pushing the same genetic buttons, which ultimately cause the activation of certain diseases. So, stressful emotions actually pull the genetic trigger, and they dysregulate cells, and they create disease. So think about it. When you are constantly living in this state of guilt, when you're constantly feeling stressed, you are firing those exact same, you know, brain, like neural pathways, right? What fires together, wires together. And our mind and our body are connected, right? So think of it this way. Think of like when you start to get a little horn (laughs) and you start, like you start thinking about sex and before you actually, you know, commit the act, or before you actually do anything, your body goes through certain changes, right? You go through certain physical changes based on your thoughts. The same thing can be said when you relive a conversation in your brain, or maybe you create a conversation in your head where you're arguing arguing with somebody, and you're arguing with them and you can feel your face start to get hot and you can feel, you know, you're getting flushed and your heart rate is elevating and you're feeling really anxious. Like your thoughts can create physical changes in your body because your thoughts cause you to feel a certain way and then you recognize you're feeling a certain way so you continue to think that certain way, right? It's a cycle. The thinking and feeling feedback loop is actually the proper name for it. So, If you are constantly living in this stressful environment internally, and we know that stress has a really negative effect on the body, stress can create, you know, problems with your heart. It can create problems with your immunity. This is why a lot of people preach de-stressing and taking that time for yourself because if you're constantly living in a state of stress, your body is always in high alert. Your brain is always producing beta waves, which are like the highest alert of brain waves, I guess is like the proper way to put it. Um, you're constantly in this stressed out state. And so your body is firing the, these chemicals, these hormones, like your endocrine system is going into overdrive 
to be able to compensate because you're constantly feeling this stress and this stress causes you to, you know, hold on to weight. We know, oh geez, I just, <laughs> I just got really heated doing all these hand movements and I punched my jewelry box next to me. Anyways, um, so we know that like when we get really, really stressed and we're on high alert, like we can accumulate fat mass. We know this. We've heard of this happening. We can retain water. We can um, develop heart disease. We can like when we get really, really anxious and we have a, if someone has a panic attack. I have had one, maybe two panic attacks in my life. One for sure. And the feeling of a panic attack if you've ever had one you totally know what I'm talking about but my limbs went numb and that was really scary the first time that it ever happened I was like holy shit what is happening to me but it's because I was having a panic attack because I was really really anxious about something excuse me, because I was really, really anxious about something. I had built it up in my head to be something more than what it actually was. But because my thoughts were creating these feelings of stress and anxiousness, and then I recognized that I was feeling really stressed and anxious, and my body was like, whoa, 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 going into overdrive, producing all of these chemicals related to stress. And it caused a physical change or physical um, feeling in my body. So how can we take this? How can we take this knowledge now and go forward using it in the most effective way possible and not contributing to disease and not contributing to any negative ailments within us? How can we make our internal environment healthy so that external factors that, yes, there are always going to be external factors, but how can we make sure that our internal reality, our internal health is kept protected using the the power of our minds. So science used to declare that our genes were responsible for most diseases. And then a couple of decades ago, the scientific community just, just casually mentioned that they had been in error and they said that the environment by activating or deactivating particular genes is the most causative factor in producing disease. So we now know that like less than 5% of all diseases today stem from single gene disorders. So Huntington's disease or Tay-Sachs disease. But then the other 95% of all illness is related to lifestyle choices and chronic stress and toxic factors in the environment. And what explains how two people can be exposed to the same toxic environmental conditions for years and years and one gets sick or diseased while the other doesn't. So yes, the environment that we are in does have an effect on our health, right? But why is it that one person in this environment gets really, really sick and another person in the exact same environment is totally fine? How is it that when like somebody has a multiple personality disorder, while one personality in the body is allergic to peanuts, for example, they have a severe allergy, while another personality in that exact same body can be immune to the same antigen or stimulus? Like, why is that? So there are numerous case studies documenting identical twins who have had very similar experience or very different experiences, sorry, when it came to their health and their longevity. So... In all these cases, could the person who remains healthy have such a coherent and balanced and vital internal order that even when his or her body is exposed to the same hazardous environmental conditions, the external world does nothing to their gene expression, and so it doesn't signal the genes to create disease when everything 
internally is in balance and is in alignment, the external world doesn't have an effect on your gene expression. It doesn't signal those genes to create the disease. It doesn't tell the brain, hey, fire this chemical, fire this hormone, fire this you know chemical signal to activate this gene that creates disease. And that is so, it's just so mind blowing to me that like, Our thoughts can produce physical changes in our body. What we think about creates a response and it it creates like a chemical signal from the brain to the body or whatever, but it creates a chemical signal and that chemical signal can activate a gene that kickstarts this disease. So this is why it's so, so important to be really mindful when you're trying to manifest health, when you're especially health, I feel like a story, another story that I have for you guys. I learned about this from the movie, The Secret, but um, this woman was diagnosed with breast cancer and it was terminal. She only had a few months to live. Regardless of her diagnosis, she was like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm not going to accept that as my truth. That is not my truth. And she would tell herself every single day, I am healthy. I am healed. I am so thankful for my healing. She's expressing gratitude, right, for the manifestation that hasn't yet come into her external reality, but she's still expressing gratitude for it as if it has already happened. She was acting as if. And so her body responded as if she was already healed. And guess what? Obviously, she was completely healed within like three months. The cancer had completely went away. She was in remission and then she, um, what is the term that they use for when like you're out of remission and you're in the clear or whatever, but she manifested healing even though she was diagnosed with a terminal illness. So say for example, she got that terminal illness diagnosis and her mind went to the deepest, darkest place that it could. And she started thinking, shit, I'm really, really sick. And so her body, she's telling herself she's really, really sick, right? She's thinking, crap, I'm sick as fuck. And then her body is responding to how she is feeling based on the thought that she is really, really sick. So she's telling herself she's really sick. So she starts to feel really sick. Her body will produce those chemicals that activate that gene for that disease. They will keep activating it and activating it and activating it. And she would have died from her illness. But she went the other way and she said, no, 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 I'm healed. And she never, ever thought that she or she didn't allow herself to feed into the thought that she's really, really sick. Even though she did get that diagnosis in her external reality, she didn't let it affect her. And then she healed. Another example, again, from the secret movie that really resonated with me was this man was flying a plane, not like a commercial plane. It was just like one of those really smaller like propeller planes. It was just him flying it and the plane crashed. And basically he ended up as a vegetable. He couldn't breathe. He couldn't blink. He couldn't move anything like he was basically just lying there and he had a machine hooked up to him to be able to breathe properly. And all the doctors, all the nurses told him, you know, you'll never walk again. You will, you know, basically be a vegetable for the rest of your life. But he did not accept that as his truth. Very similar to the the story of this woman who had terminal breast cancer. He did not allow his diagnosis to dictate his outcome. He didn't allow it to 
affect his thoughts or his feelings. He constantly visualized himself, you know, being able to breathe on his own. He constantly visualized himself getting up and walking out of the hospital on his own, on his own two legs. And that's exactly what happened. Check out the movie, you guys, if you haven't watched The Secret yet. I highly, highly recommend it. I mean, the quality of it is kind of crap, but it is an older movie and the information in that movie is so freaking valuable. So, I know that it might be a little different from what you have heard about health and fitness and how to manifest it before, but what I really want you guys to take away from this episode is that we can choose our thoughts, right? We can choose how our thoughts make us feel. We can choose whether or not we feed into the negativity versus the positivity, whether we feed into the healing or whether we feed into the victim mentality of I'm sick and woe is me and nothing can be done. So you can look at this in any aspect of your health and fitness, but these are just a few examples of how I've seen this happen to me and how I've seen it happen to people that I know or how I've seen it happen to people that I don't know, but I've just stories that I've heard and how fascinating it is. The book that I got a lot of this information from, again, is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And um, yeah, check out the movie The Secret as well, you guys, because there's literally like, I think... 20 minutes of it at least just on how you can manifest better health. So something that I am trying to do. Oh, actually, I do have another story for you guys about how I manifested a physical change in my body without even knowing it. And I actually talked about this a couple episodes ago. It was one of my manifestations and I basically manifested bigger boobs, which I know sounds like a really weird manifestation, but as I mentioned in that episode, I had just wanted them ever since I was like 12, 13 and I was very underdeveloped and I was very self-conscious about it and I was thinking about getting a boob job. And oh, this actually reminds me of another story that I will tell you guys before I go here, but basically I wanted implants and then I got a download from the universe telling me, hey, you should go get sized properly for a bra. And I had never, ever done it before. I never, ever saw the point. I thought I knew my size, but something just told me like, hey, you should probably go do that. Went and got sized and I've been wearing an A cup for my entire life. Turns out I'm actually a D. Um, Yeah, so there's that. But I had already manifested that physical change in my body without even knowing it. I got the download from the universe to go get sized. And then I realized, holy shit, I manifested this already and I didn't even know. And something that I do want to tell you guys about breast implants and more specifically breast implant illness and basically so Catherine Zinkina from Manifestation Babe, I talk about her all the time. Love her so much. She's is so inspiring. But She basically realized that she had breast implant illness and she got hers explanted. And a lot of people were commenting on her posts and DMing her and being like, you're a fraud, blah, blah, blah. You didn't manifest away your illness. You just, you know, went and got your explants taken out and, you know, you're fine now. So you didn't manifest away your illness with the power of your mind. She's like, hold on, hold on. I was sick. I recognized that I was sick. And she was like, something told me to research about breast implant illness. She had never heard of it before. Or I think maybe like she saw something about it on her timeline and she was like, whoa, wait a second. And started looking into it a little bit more. So she manifested the opportunity to gain knowledge about what was happening with her body. And then 
she manifested the funds to be able to get her explant surgery done, right? And she manifested the ability to meet with the top doctor in, I don't even know, but she manifested the ability to work with a doctor that she trusts. I think it was the same doctor that did her implants. And she was able to manifest all of these things that made it so that she could get her explant safely. She had the funds available for it. She didn't necessarily sit there and think, I am healed with her implant still in because she knew at her core that that's what was making her sick. So she manifested the tools and the circumstances and the situations and the right people to be able to heal effectively, to be able to get her explant surgery. So it's not always just about sitting there and believing that you're healed. Like, yes, that works and it's worked for people. And then you can also look at it in Catherine's way and say, I manifested the right people, places, opportunities, funds, yada, yada, to be able to manifest my health, even though it took some action, right? Even though it took her getting a surgery and reaching out to her doctor and making that, you know, exchange energy exchange where she paid to have her explant surgery because money's just energy, you guys, it's just an exchange of energy. She was able to manifest health. So you can look at it in that way too. You don't necessarily have to think, "Oh, I just sit here and I heal." It's possible, but there are other ways of looking at it as well, other perspectives. So I really hope that this was a valuable um, episode for you guys. I just want to check my notes, make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. So this is how you guys can manifest health, fitness, whatever. You can manifest your weight loss goals just by already believing that you're there. Like something that I want you guys to do if you are on a health and fitness journey, I want you to... I want you to visualize before you go to bed at night, what if I woke up in the morning and I was in my dream body or I was at like the best shape of my life, like I was at my peak, like what would happen if I woke up and that were my reality? Or say you suffer from like chronic migraines or some sort of ailment before you go to bed at night when you're laying there with your head on your pillow and instead of thinking about everything that's going to come up tomorrow instead of worrying about what you've got to do this week I want you to think what if I woke up tomorrow and my migraines were just gone what if I woke up tomorrow and this ailment was completely healed what if I woke up tomorrow morning completely and totally healed from this and see what happens and truly believe at your core that that is possible for you What feelings come up when you think, okay, I wake up in my dream body. Okay, I wake up and I'm well again. Okay, I wake up and I have all this energy. What feelings come up for you? Really tap into those and start to believe that this, it's your new reality. Start to believe that you are already healed. You're already at your goal weight. You're already in your dream body. You're already at that peak physical fitness that you desire to be at. Try that. And what will happen is now that you believe that that's your new reality, you're going to behave and take action based on those beliefs and those thoughts and feelings. So you'll make healthier choices. You might, um, you know, drink more water. You might exercise more throughout the week. Like whatever it is, you'll start to take action and you'll start to behave as the version of yourself that's already healed, that's already at your ideal weight or whatever it is. So... 
longer episode than I intended, but I just think it's so, so interesting how our bodies and our minds are connected and how our minds can create a change within our body. And I just, I nerd out about it all the freaking time. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you wouldn't mind rating the podcast or leaving a review or subscribing so that you never miss an episode. That would be amazing. And thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate everyone that listens to this podcast. Everyone that writes me and says, hey, I loved your episode today. This was exactly what I needed to hear. I absolutely love that. That's why I do this. I love to know that it's helping. So thank you guys so much for listening. Oh my God, why did I say it like that? Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you guys all on the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Quit the Shit podcast, an extension of my blog, the Quit the Shit Mindfulness Blog. If you want to learn more about manifestation and your mindset and the connection between the two, then check me out at my website at www.quittheshit-blog.com or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and on Pinterest. Now go out there and quit your shit. Thank you.